Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Lady Lifters podcast. This is episode four. I know it's only my fourth episode, but you'd think by now I'd have a little bit of an idea about what I'm doing um, and not have to spend 30 to 45 minutes before I record one of these trying to figure out how to connect everything and actually get it to work. But anyways, um, also side note, if you do hear any birds chirping, I'm sorry, these birds make me up every single day. I can't do anything about it. We're just going to have to grin and bear it. I'm hopefully going to have a few exciting people coming on in the next couple of weeks to add a bit of spice, a bit of variety to the podcast and just to get different points of view. I love debates and discussions and hearing from other people. Hopefully you'll love it too. But for today, it's just me and the topic of today's podcast is going to be 10 things I would like to tell my younger self. It's just going to be general life advice, some going to relate it to fitness as well in some of the points. I think I will do another episode of just 10 things that I wish I'd known before I started out my fitness journey. Um, it would have saved me a lot of time but for today it's just general life advice so I hope you enjoy. Um, we'll get straight into it. The first one would be stop worrying about the future. It's so cliche but I'm sure a lot of you have heard this that we're currently so worried we're wasting a lot of time worrying about the future when, which means we're currently missing out on the time that we used to look forward to. When you achieve something, you're usually focused on the next milestone or the next goal that you don't actually take time to appreciate that you've worked hard to get to where you are. I mean, just look at this year, for example, had you had certain plans in place and then COVID came along and ruined all those plans, it could have really thrown you off course, you could be really upset about it. You just never know what's going to happen. You can worry all you want about the future and have in, plan a pla- and have in place a plan for, for the next few months, years or whatever of your life, but things can change so quickly. And I just made a decision a few years ago to stop, after a breakup actually, to stop worrying about the future. I feel like after my first relationship, I think it's the same with a lot of people's first relationships. They're very naive to the fact that, you know, relationships don't work out a lot of the time and you get with somebody and you think, oh yeah, I'm going to marry this person, we're going to be together forever. And then you break up after like a year or whatever, two, three, four, five years, and you realise, oh shit, that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to be. I had planned my whole life with them. What the fuck do I do now? So ever since then, really, I decided to stop planning for the future because it's quite, I don't know, I feel like any time I had a plan, it always got changed. And it wasn't in my control to change it. So say, for example, even this year, I went back home for Christmas just past. And when I was there, my mum was asking me, what are your plans for the future? For my future with like me and my boyfriend, my job, that sort of thing. And I just said, I don't know, because I don't really think that far in advance anymore, because so much can change. And I, she sort of didn't really get why I had that mindset or why I didn't really think to the future. And a lot of people don't, a lot of people think, well, surely you must know if you're going to be with that person forever, or you must know what your plans are for the future. But when I came back here in January, my boyfriend said to me, oh yeah, I think I want to go to work in Bermuda for a couple of years. Do you want to come? Like, are you, would you want to come? And I had to say, I had to think about it, but my plans were always to go traveling this year, like Southeast Asia sort of area. 
Australia, New Zealand, that sort of thing. And that has been my goal for years. Like, I think since my second year of uni, since like 2017, that is what I've wanted to do. And since I graduated in 2019, I always thought I'd give myself a couple of years to work and save money and then I go traveling. So that was one thing, like that sort of threw a curveball into the situation. And and then another thing was I've just recently lost my job in the gym that I worked at. It's recently closed. And obviously I was not expecting that. I moved over here into England to live with my boyfriend and make things work and got a job in a gym and it's just closed down so obviously that's not ideal because I've got plans to travel I need to save and I love my job and my clients and then it was sort of like oh fuck so all these things happen that you can't really plan for so I just think why make all these plans that could so easily be changed by these things that can happen so quickly without you even knowing that they're happening but everything always ends up being okay in the end. I do truly believe that and I do not care how cliche that sounds. I believe that everything ends up okay in the end, whether that's how you planned it to be or not. I have a tattoo and I'm about to butcher what it says. It says Amor Fatty. It's, <laughs> oh God, I just can't say it at all. I say Amor Fatty and that sounds like I'm more fatty than you are. It's A-M-O-R space f-a-t-i and it's a latin phrase which essentially means the love of one's fate so not fate because that's what people often think i say but fate so it's not even just that you accept what happens to you sort of like case ras rally whatever will be will be but it's different in the sense of you have to embrace and love everything that happens to you the good the bad the indifferent and everything in between you have to love that as part of the process and part of your life and accept it and love it for what it is so I do truly believe that now there's so many things that have happened over the years to me like they're everything always happens for a reason it does and if you don't believe that then that's absolutely fine but I believe that it does no matter what that reason is it is happening to you for a reason like when I lost my job I was really trying hard not to be upset about it because I was thinking I know this is happening for a reason and these shit things happen but so many good things will come and I was trying to be so I would even say like toxically positive about it and the fact of I wasn't letting myself be sad because I thought but why am I being sad about it because I know it's going to be happening for a reason and I know good things will come of this and if I'm positive then I'll attract positive things you can be upset about things you know that's what I had to tell myself I had to tell myself allow my allow time to be upset and I did I think I cried for about two days and then moved on not moved on but then started to think that right how can I make this good but I didn't see that happening so it sort of just came and happened and everything is now okay I thankfully have another gym that I can go to and work in for the next few months which is brilliant so see like it, it all worked out that happened for a reason that job ended I'm into another job and also worrying about the future, about all these different, it's hard because I feel like when you are wanting to achieve something and have goals, it is good in your mind to think about things that might go wrong, just so that you have already sort of pre-prepared solutions for what you would do in that sort of situation. But then I also think that you don't want to worry about it, like it's good thinking about it and being prepared, but if you focus on the negative things that might happen, you're totally missing out on 
enjoying the situation you're in right now and those things might never ever happen so therefore you're just going to waste all that time thinking about it and like I said planning for those things that might go wrong it just makes you feel a little bit more prepared so just try to enjoy right now and don't worry about the future I used to worry about what I was going to get in my exams where I was going to go to uni was I going to make friends when I went to uni was I going to do well in my degree and another one about that, stop worrying about the future, is that you're not guaranteed tomorrow. So stop worrying about it. Let, just enjoy today. That is literally all you will ever have is right here and now and today. You're, do you know what I mean? It's that, there's a song, it's that Ron and Keaton sings that tomorrow never comes. And it's literally tomorrow never comes because tomorrow is always going to be tomorrow. And there's another saying tomorrow always comes disguised as today and then leaves as a past or something like that. But you literally only have today so enjoy today and then tomorrow's going to come and turn into today and you'll have a new tomorrow so think of it that way just enjoy what you can right now do what you can right now to be happy so many people live with this retirement mentality which is sort of oh when i'm older i'll do that oh i'll go to these places when i'm older and they work their absolute ass off now in the youngest healthiest most fittest years of their life when they're most capable to do things and they put off things that they want to do and wait a lifetime until they've worked for 50 years and they have their retirement money and they're old and crippled and not as healthy to go and do the things that they've always wanted to do throughout their life. So I just don't really get that. You know, do it now while you can. Like take many retirements, go do these holidays, do these things now while you can. Why wait? And just do what you want to do. Stop saying one day I'll do it because that one day is not guaranteed to you. You're not guaranteed to wake up tomorrow and see tomorrow and not to get morbid, but you're not, you're not guaranteed that. Be thankful that you're here and if there's anything you want to do, bloody do it now, stop putting it off. I wanted to do CrossFit for so long and kept putting it off think, thinking, it's so expensive, I can't afford that. I, I, I don't know anybody there, what if people laugh at me? I'm scared to do it, I'm scared to try something new, I'm not fit enough to do that. And that was me making excuses and the only person I was affecting was myself because that was something I wanted to do but I was the only one stopping me from doing it. It wasn't like I had went and asked, can I try this? And they said no. I didn't even ask and I was just putting it off in my head. So just enjoy what you're doing right now. Like even people doing their dissertations right now, try to enjoy it and appreciate it. Well, saying that, I wouldn't have liked anybody saying that to me when I was doing my disc because it was freaking awful. But just things come and go so, so, so quickly. Like I have been finished school now since 20... What? Is that five years? No. Oh my god, I've been finished school for five years nearly. Oh my god, right, see, that's what I mean. I feel like I was in school like yesterday. Holy shit balls. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, that's what I mean. Do you know what I mean? I'm 23 now and I feel like I'm really old and I know I'm not. But that came and went so quickly. And then my time at uni, I've been finished uni for two years. That was, I, I let, like two years, that's a long time and it's not a long time, it's a bit of both, but do you know what I mean? That came and went so, so, so quickly. I can't believe that's over. And the point of my life right now, like that's not gonna last forever. So just try to enjoy what you're doing right now and who you're with right now. And even if it is hard, just try your best to enjoy it and who you're surrounded by because it's not gonna last forever. And whether that's a good thing you're experiencing really just hold on to it and be glad you're experiencing it and if it's a bad thing just know that it's gonna pass sooner or later
So yeah, that would be, first point would be try to stop worrying about the future. I could probably say a lot more on that, but I've babbled a lot already. So I'll move on to the second point, which is be unapologetically you. And this is something I'm still trying to tell myself and I do still struggle with. I worry a lot about what other people are going to say about me and about what I do. And even if I take a picture and show my boyfriend or my friends that I'm like, I'm going to post this on Instagram, like even if they say oh really or you know their attitude towards it isn't really good I could have been so excited that I was going to post that and then they could say mm, what what or I don't know I might I like I took a picture the other day that I was going to post and I showed my boyfriend and I thought it was so funny and he was just kind of like mm. and and that really <laughs> I was like oh am I not funny or I don't know just stop worrying about what other people think it literally you're letting what other people think of you stop you from doing things that is so silly there was I listened to a podcast a while ago and I, one of the quotes let me try to get it right because it's hard to say you are not who you think you are you're not who other people think you are you are who you think they think you are I think that's right so basically you're not you always try to be the version of yourself that you think other people want you to be rather than just being yourself unapologetically and not care what other people think. When I, I think a lot of younger people try to fit in too, just too much. I was so worried when I was in school about fitting in with other people looking like everybody else. I look at young girls now and they all look the same like in their friendship groups and it's only when they grow up and get a bit older maybe go away to uni and get out of their get out of school and stuff and grow up a bit that they realize they don't have to be carbon copies of one another they can have different personalities they can have different fashion senses they can have different hairstyles so often you will see young groups of girls and they'll all be wearing the same thing and doing the same thing and behave in the same way and you're so scared to step foot outside of that little box that you've put yourself in that you just stay in it and you do what everybody else is doing because you think that's the right thing to do and that's stopping you from reaching your full potential and being who you want to be and finding things that you do to do that you absolutely love you compare yourself so much to other people and that makes you feel shit about yourself you're maybe not thin enough, you don't think you're pretty enough, you're not, you don't have a big, a, a bum as big as your friends, or you can't sing like your friend can, or she's better at this, she's better at that. It's such a toxic environment, and it's only you, it's not only you putting yourself in it, but I'm just trying to think back to when I was that age, I was just so scared of what other people think of me, that I didn't truly, like, I wasn't, you sort of dilute your personality to fit in with those around you and if you just try not to care about what other people think or compare yourself to others you're going to feel so much better about yourself like times when I feel my worst is when I'll find myself sitting on Instagram or thinking about other people and comparing myself to them and thinking she's so much further ahead than me in life or she's so much fitter than me or she's stronger than me she's got more money than me and it's like why does that even matter stop comparing yourself to other people just because somebody has something you want doesn't mean you can't have it too they're you're, you're completely different people your stories are completely different so just be you do you and if you don't know who you are take time and figure it out I don't think anybody truly knows who they are 100% because you're always changing 
And on this topic, I'd like to talk about something which is absolutely utterly embarrassing that I used to do when I was younger. When I was in school, I used to have a picture, not a picture, I used to have a page stuck. And my mum, if she's listening to this, she'll remember it. And she, I, God knows what she thought of me. But when I was in school, I had a page with pictures on it. And what I did would, I would be go online and in a Word document, I would paste in lots of pictures of like hashtag fitspo, <laughs> that was a thing, um, of women and girls that I wanted to look like. And it was usually a thigh gap and abs and a big bum and really thin. And I would put, I would like print them out and print stick them to a page, like an A3 page. I would then write how I was going to achieve that. So I'd say my New Year's resolutions or my goals are lose weight, get toned, eat less shit, eat healthier, that sort of thing. And that's, I cannot believe that I ever did that. If anyone's listening to this and you have, you look up to somebody and you think you want to look like them, you're never going to look like them. You're completely different. There's so many things, things that come into play. If you and I were to eat exactly the same, train exactly the same, do everything exactly the same, we would both look completely different because our genetics are different and nobody told me that. Not that I expect somebody to sit me down and tell me that, but it, it's hard to work out by yourself and you don't know that. You think that if you do these things and starve yourself and whatnot that you're going to end up looking like these women, but my bone structure is completely different to theirs and I was looking at girls that had thigh gaps and in my, I will never in my life have a thigh gap. My hips just aren't wide enough to get that. And not only that, I if you have a thigh gap, fair enough. I am not dissing them at all. Some people just genetically have very wide hips and have a gap between their legs. But I can't believe I ever wanted to be skinny or aspired to have that sort of physique because now I just want absolutely like monster quads. Like I just want big, thick, muscular legs. That is what I want right now. And I might look back on that and you were to come and be like, oh my God, why did I want that? But just know that you're never going to look like anybody else. And it's really hard because you see young girls comparing them, themselves to their friends all the time. And one girl might be, have, I don't know, one of your friends might have a really nice bum and you might like her, like her bum, but she might love your legs or your arms or your shoulders or your hair or your nose or anything. And there's always going to be someone looking at you wishing you they had what you have. And you're always going to be looking at somebody else, but really just try to appreciate what you have. Appreciate that you are you. You're never going to look like anybody else. And that might scare you right now, but you should not be scared of that. You should just appreciate that, that you are only ever going to look like yourself and you should focus on being the best version of yourself rather than a carbon copy of somebody else. I think at the minute being in my 20s it's it's not even that there's a lot of pressure put on people in their 20s. I think we just think there's pressure put on us to be a certain way, have certain things and have everything figured out and it is it's a standard thing in life, I think, that especially with older generations, like, I think my mum had two kids by the time she was my age. Like, that is mental to think about. And the generations just, not only that there are changes between generations, but there are changes between individuals too. So as much as my mum might have had two kids and was going to get, was like about to get married or whatever when she was my age, that doesn't mean that I inherently have to do the same. I don't want to do the same and that's fine. I, I've got, it's literally like half of my friend group right now are 
buying houses, uh, getting married, getting engaged. There's people my age that are pregnant that have that already have kids. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to sort of fit that blueprint of life, that that's the footsteps we should follow in, that we should be with somebody right now in a relationship and that we're looking to get engaged and then we're looking to get married and we want to buy a house together and then we want to have kids and we want to do all this stuff. And I certainly, that's not the plan. That's not my plan. That's not what I want to do, not any time in the near future anyway. I think I, the other half of my friendship group are, <laughs> some of us are maybe still in uni, some have just finished uni, some are just starting grad jobs, some of us want to go traveling. It's so hard that there's so many people doing so many different things around you, but just know that, like, I, you know, I'll compare myself to some of my other friends who've just bought houses or are buying cars or doing this or doing that, and, and I'm like, oh my god, I literally live, like, week by week, <laughs> paycheck to paycheck at the minute, but that's just the thing. Everybody's so different. Everybody has such different such different jobs, such different lifestyles and everything. And what if that if what they're doing is make them happy is making them happy, I'm so happy for them. But personally that is not what I want. I don't you know, buying a house isn't anything that I aspire to do anytime in the near future. I really don't care about buying a car, certainly don't care about getting married or engaged or having kids in the near future and that is just me and that is okay, I'm allowed to feel that way. Sorry mum but you ain't getting grandkids from me anytime soon, I know you want them but you're going to have to get them from one of the other kids. But yeah, it's easy, I, I compare myself, I'll notice that I start feeling really shit about myself when I start comparing myself to other people that are more like financially stable than I am or that have more secure jobs than I am, that, than I have and you know that's just the bit, that's just the shit thing about being self-employed is that you just have to deal with it, you know, it is a struggle and we, you could earn a lot one week and earn absolutely nothing the next week or month or whatever and I'm just trying to ride that wave right now and just save money until I can go traveling. And I know there's a lot of, one of my friends actually told me like, why are you worried about being financially stable now? If your goal is traveling, you know, when you go traveling, your money's gonna run out eventually. And then when you do come home, you might have to start from scratch again. Like there's plenty of time in the rest of your life to be financially stable. So why are you worrying about that now? And I think it's nice to have somebody to, reiterate that and reassure you that like why are you trying to do that just because that's what other people are doing doesn't mean that that's what you need to do so yeah just try to be yourself be unapologetically you like <laughs> the time I there's probably people listening to this from where I come from and the the and if you come from a small town yourself or anywhere you know that wearing something that's outside of the norm is absolutely terrifying and you're worried that what other people are going to think about you and if you wear some like if you wear something or do something wrong, you might be the talk of the town or whatever, but just just fucking be you. Do not care what anybody else says. Because at the end of the day, what somebody has to say says about you says more about them than it does yourself. If somebody is going to sit there and criticise you about... Imagine, like, actually imagine commenting on what somebody is wearing. Like, actually imagine concerning yourself and being worried about what somebody else is wearing or passing comment on what somebody else is wearing or eating or doing if it doesn't directly impact you that's just it just oh my god I just can't so if somebody is sat there criticizing you or even like I did a post the other day on Instagram and I had a caption I really really wanted to get out there but I didn't have a relevant picture to go with it because we're in lockdown and the only pictures I can take are of myself doing workouts or 
in my bedroom or whatever. It's not like I'm going and doing all these fabulous things that I can take pictures that actually relate to every post I do. And like even my brother said, good post, but what has that picture got to do with it? And that sort of like, I was like, oh shit, like I shouldn't have posted that. And then I was like, do you know what? Like I had that thought in my head before I posted it, but then I thought, fuck, I'll post it anyway because I just want people to read the caption. Fair play to him, like he had a valid point. But even at that, like that was his opinion on me. Why was I letting that bother me? That wasn't gonna affect me. So yeah, if somebody's saying something shit about you or negative about you, that just says a lot more about them than it does about you. At the end of the day, anybody that is, what's that saying? Is it like anybody that above is above you in life isn't gonna try and drag you down. So it's just the people that are below you as such that are trying to drag you down to their level they're probably insecure in themselves and they're trying to put that upon you and make you insecure make you feel shit about yourself but try your best not to let them because they ain't worth it my next point is i'm going to try and keep this sweet and sharp is just say yes more be bold be daring push myself out of my comfort zone i feel like again sort of relating to the last one i really tried to fit in with people around me like I said no to a lot of things that I look back on and I know you shouldn't really live with regrets but not that I regret it I'm just sort of like oh I wish I had like been able to say yes to more things and didn't worry about what other people were would have said about me that's even just within say for example like I said earlier CrossFit joining CrossFit I wish I just said yes to that sooner and joined that sooner and cared less about what other people think I, I think my biggest fear was going in there and because I joined in my town and I knew people that did it and I was worried that they would laugh at me and like tell their friends about me and then people would know that I was embarrassing even though you're never going to get good at something if you don't at least try it and you're never going to know if you like it unless you try it just yeah just I just wish I was more open to trying new things even like talking to guys or going on nights out or doing going places and just trying new things in general I think I always had the view of being too concerned about what other people thought about me rather than actually doing something because I wanted to do it so point four would be that I wish I had opened up more to people so I wasn't sure if I should put this one in here because well I don't know I think mental health can still be sort of a taboo topic but fuck it like if no one's going to talk about it it's never if do you know what I mean people need to be comfortable talking about it and raising awareness about it for other people to hopefully open up about their experiences but basically I god I don't, I don't even know how to say it I just wished when I was younger I had opened up to the people around me friends and family and people that were there to support me about what I was struggling with at the time I just wish I had been more open about it and talked about it sooner. I'm very much somebody that will keep everything bottled up to myself. And it's like when you keep something to yourself, you think you're the only one that suffers from it. You think it's a lot worse than it is. And you it just festers in your mind. And that's all you're thinking about. And thinking about it only makes it worse. I think when I was younger and when I was at school, I went through a lot of stuff at home that nobody knew about no friend I literally didn't tell anybody um and I I was fine like to me that was just my life that was just stuff I had to deal with even though I knew people weren't like, just because I knew everybody else wasn't dealing with that 
I just thought like oh it's just something I have to deal with and it was a lot on top of the normal struggles of a normal teenager and I just had to grow up really quickly a, a lot before my time you know I was cooking meals for me and my sister since the age of like 13 things like that which I will say did then in turn work out in my benefit for going to uni because I feel like I was leaps and bounds ahead of I felt like I was sort of miles ahead of everybody else in some areas of like general just like living by yourself and responsibilities because I've been doing it for years but I just went through a lot of stuff that I kept myself for years and didn't tell anybody like literally just absolutely nobody and then went to uni sort of obviously that was me going away to England so I didn't have to deal with the stuff that I was dealing with beforehand and then when and then it basically took me like a to have a mental a sort of mental breakdown last this time well about May time last year to actually confront my feelings towards the things I had to deal with when I was younger so yeah I sort of had a big wobble this about May time last year and it took me to have that wobble years later to actually have to go back and deal with the stuff that and like mentally deal with the stuff that I had been going through when I was younger the only person I ever spoke to about it was my family especially Lee my brother I talked to him about it and he just advised me to open up and talk to my friends and I did I talked to some people about it I told some people about it that I'd never ever told before I literally never planned on ever telling anybody anything about it and it helped so much and I think even now when I've got issues or when I'm sad or whatever I think I keep it to myself a lot and I'm like oh I don't want to bother my friends again like I don't want to have to tell them again they're gonna they're gonna think I'm just never happy and have all these issues and they're gonna get absolutely sick of me but if they are your friend they're not gonna get sick of you and you're so much better just talking about it and I need to take my own advice at this because I still feel like this and I still think I still keep a lot to myself but open up tell people they're there for you when you need them and my mum said this to me the other day actually said a problem shared is a problem halved, halved like a cut in half so yeah that's what I wish I had told my younger self because I feel like had I opened up and shared that before the age of 22 <laughs> I would have dealt with it a lot better and it wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have had that little mini breakdown. Next point is one that I've realised in the past year or so. You do not exist to satisfy the male gaze or anyone else's gaze. How you look and your body is the least important thing about you. I think when you're younger I find when you're in school a lot of what you do you do to impress other people and not only other people but especially like the opposite sex well that's for me like that as that's coming from me as a straight person so I'm attracted to guys and I think I would always do things and dress a certain way do my makeup a certain way my hair a certain way and in the back of my mind I was always thinking what would what will guys think about it will they find me attractive but if I do this that's so fucked up like uh, I don't even know it's just it's just society isn't it like you're brought up to do things and wear things to please other people rather than yourself like what you wear you should be wearing because you feel good in it and because you want to wear it like even now <laughs> I bought a bucket hat earlier 
I just wanted to try it. I don't know if I'll actually keep it. And my boyfriend said to me, he was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he was like, what went through your head when you bought that? And I just laughed because like, no, I just find it funny because I knew he wasn't going to like it. But I won't let that stop me wearing it. If I like it, I'm going to wear it. But I no longer base what I do or wear around how I think the opposite sex is, sex is going to respond to me like I'll not go on a night out and wear a certain dress thinking like oh yes I'm going to get a lot of attention from guys I'll wear a dress because I'm like fuck yeah I feel good in this and something that's really fucked up I actually remembered this the other day is I remember being on a school ski trip in America and I was sitting on one of the buses I think we were probably going from our resort to like the ski slopes one day and a girl in a couple of years a girl who was a couple of years below me walked past the bus and the guys who were a few years up older than me, like when she walked past, they were they're just talking about how good she looked and how good her body was. And I remember being sat there being like, oh, I wish, like, I wonder if they talk about me like that. Oh, I wish my body was that good that people would think that about me and that they would say that about me. I look back on that now and I'm just so sad that that's how, ever how I thought. Like if I heard men talk about women like that now, I'd be like, hold on a minute. She is not there to please you. And she is so much more than how she looks. Like I, it actually frustrates me now getting any male attention because I feel like you can't wear anything or do anything without getting whistled at. Even like, I feel conscious wearing my gym leggings to work, not to work, but like on my way to work sometimes because you have to walk past cars and vans and everything and you get beeped at, you get looked at, you notice guys staring at you, at your bum, at your legs and it's like, what, like, what do you actually want me to do? It just really, really pisses me off that women are so sexualized. and I, if you're a guy out there and you, you don't believe in this, then fuck you because it's, it's a very relevant thing and topical thing and it really just pisses me off that, that I ever, ever did things to try to please guys rather than doing it because I wanted to do it. Like I would rather, I would rather have worn something that I was uncomfortable in because I wanted to, I wanted guys to look at me and, and want me that I would, that's just so fucked up. And I think the thing that helped me notice these behaviors and these thoughts was Florence Givens book, uh, Women Don't Know You Pray highly recommend it to everybody to read males and females everybody but moving on from that one the next point would be be selfish and have boundaries I feel like a lot of the time I tried to people please and do things that would please other people which meant I was doing things that might make me uncomfortable or that I wasn't fully comfortable with and I would maybe have you know I didn't have any boundaries in place that would protect me and keep me safe and know that do I mean that this is a boundary I have and no I will not do this because you want me to do it because it do it, that makes me uncomfortable so just be selfish choose you choose to be happy do whatever is going to make you happy as long as you it's not directly or negatively impacting somebody else um then choose to be happy and do what you want I think doing this podcast is something I had wanted to do for a little while, like a couple of weeks, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just do it now, because I put off doing my website for so, so long, and like making my Instagram page for so, so long, because I was so worried about what other people would think of me, like, I was worried, oh, but what if people back home listen to it, what if they think, oh, who does she think she is, why does she have a podcast, that's so stupid, nobody's going to listen to that, that literally doesn't affect me at all, like, I don't care if anybody thinks that, because 
it's not their podcast, it's not their life. If they don't want to have a podcast, they don't have to have one. If they're going to think that about mine, they don't have to listen to it. Do you know, it's like, I'm going to do this because this makes me happy. And even when I post things on Instagram, even now, I do still worry because I'm thinking, oh shit, what will that person think? Or like, oh, will people think this or think that? Not all the time, but the odd time with some posts, I do think that. And that just stops me from producing my best con like the bit like I just want to help people that's all I want to do and if one person can take value from anything that I say or post then that makes that post worthwhile and if, even if one person doesn't even if nobody finds it useful if I enjoyed doing it like if nobody listens to this podcast I had fun recording it I did not have fun wasting 40 minutes trying to set it up but I had fun actually recording it so that is the main thing <laughs> um my neck do you know what I've, I've completely lost lost kind of what point I'm on so I am really sorry but the next one is it's okay to cut people out of your life I think a lot of the time people think when somebody's in their life they have to be there to stay but I truly believe if somebody's no longer serving a purpose in your life or the only thing that they're contributing to your life is negativity then there's absolutely no harm in getting rid of them you don't have to be horrible about the way you do it you don't have to cut them out and cause an absolute huge argument I think if you think somebody is causing negativity in your life and that is all they're giving you then you can just evaluate the situations take a step back and think that's all I'm getting from them and just contact them less and if they keep contacting you just say just explain you want a bit of time away you feel like the friendship maybe isn't what it used to be and it is fine to cut people out it doesn't have to be toxically done it doesn't have to be a big hoo-ha and cause a fuss I think when you're younger as well you think if you're in a friendship group you have to get on with everybody in the friendship group because if you maybe have like beef with one of them then it's going to make social events awkward and to that I would just say just be passive with them like pass yourself say hello but you don't have to be best friends with them just because your other friends are friends with them and just because you fall out with somebody doesn't mean your other friends automatically have to fall out with somebody I think that's a big thing when you're younger is like oh no I've stopped talking to that person and you expect your friends to stop talking to that person but if, if that person is still a good friend to them and still provides them positivity and goodness in their life then why should they cut them out just because you have and the same with you you shouldn't cut anybody else out of your life just because some of your other friends have I feel like everybody you meet in your life serves a purpose no matter if that's a good or a bad thing you're always going to learn something from your encounters with everybody it doesn't matter if you've been friends with them or you're in a relationship with them for years or a week or a month or whatever I think everybody has a purpose to serve and at the end of the day if that purpose you know has been served and they're no longer benefiting your life and bringing negativity to your life then they no longer need to be in it and in addition to that point I think if you outgrow somebody you maybe just outgrow each other and you're no longer friends there's absolutely no harm in coming back to one another Um, maybe when you've got gone your separate ways and developed individually like if you happen to want to reach out to them and say oh hi like I know we ended things bad or you know if you end on bad terms but I just wanted to say you know you forgive them or whatever like there's I just what I'm trying to say is I don't think there's any harm in like taking yourself out of a situation to continue to grow to then maybe like even if you do need to go back or want to go back to them in a few years time and you know rekindle the friendship or relationship or whatever I think just do you and make sure you're putting your happiness first and you're not sacrificing that at the expense of other people. My next point which sort of relates back to one of the points earlier um, and comparing yourself to other people but it would be that success looks 
different to everybody. So for me, I know that I don't value money as highly as other people do. I do stress about money just the way most people do, but I know that a lot of people measure their success and whatnot in how much money they have. And to a lot of people, the more money they have, the more successful they are. However, to me, that's not the case. And I think that's just due to the way I've been brought up. I was brought up never to depend on money or value money as the highest thing. I was always told that friends and family and everything came above that. And yes, I get that money can make you comfortable and keep you secure. And I do value it in the sense of that. However, to me, being successful looks like having friends and family that I can have good times with, being healthy, looking after my body, being able to do the things that I love, enjoying the small things, which was another point I was going to put in here, but I'll just sort of mix it in with this one, is enjoy the small things like sunsets and sunrises and ice creams on sunny days and time with your loved ones because you never know when you're not going to get a chance to do these things again. Um, you know, I said earlier to enjoy the here and the now because it comes and goes so quickly. You know, if you're at uni, really try to enjoy it. If you're at school, try to enjoy it. But just enjoy the little things. Do more of what you love. Try to worry less about what other people think. All of these sort of go together hand in hand. And I sort of am repeating myself a bit. But yeah, I think... To me, I just really try to enjoy the little things from day-to-day -day life at the end of the day. Yes, money can buy you like experiences and can take you places, but essentially, the more and more money you have, the more and more you're going to depend on that to create your happiness. And I think it's actually a thing that if you earn up to like 60k a year, your life can dramatically change. Like as you maybe go from 20 to 30 to 40 to 50, 60k. But apparently like after you earn that 60k, the stress that your job gives you from day to day isn't actually worth the change in the money, if you get what I mean. Like the difference in money isn't actually that big. So yeah, just try not to... Again, it just keeps going back to that point earlier about comparing yourself to others their everybody's idea of success is just completely different and if you're comparing your idea to of success which is completely different to your friend's idea of success then you're always going to be unhappy try to just enjoy what you have while you have it enjoy the little things at the end of the day it's all these little things that add up to make the big events special do you know what i mean like you don't just magically get a degree you you go like three or four years at uni, day by day, doing daily tasks that add up to give you that degree. Had you not done those daily tasks, you wouldn't have got that degree and been successful in it and actually like graduate or whatever. So yeah, just enjoy the little thing. But yeah, just I think it's the way I was brought up. It's just, and it's, it's, it's going to be the same with everybody. It's going to be the way they brought up they've been brought up and the things they've experienced in their life will have led them to have certain definitions of success in their head. I've got friends that just want really high paid jobs, they don't care what it is and they just want money um, because money is going to be, I don't know, buy them houses, take them traveling, whatever, that's completely fine, that's that's their prerogative, that is, that's that's up to them. I don't think any less of them or any more of them for having, having that idea or having, do you know what I mean, that priority. 
but for me personally I just you know well I mean if I wanted a job that was going to pay shit tons I wouldn't have done graphic design or personal training <laughs> I would have done something else you know I was quite academic in school and I would have loved to have done like a maths or science degree or something like that but I am where I am I'm doing what I'm doing and to me success is just happiness enjoying the little things getting to do the things I love every day like getting to read my books spend time exercising as I said being healthy being happy having my friends and family around me and being able to do things that I want and success to me is also not working a nine-to-five job and having that like rigid structure like I want to be able to decide what I want to do when I want to do it and that is one of the good things about being self-employed is that you are very in control of your working hours and you know to me that is success I did a nine-to-five job and just didn't really enjoy it all too much didn't really thrive in that environment so yeah everyone's idea of success is different and I feel like when you're at school the only idea of success you have is you finish school and you get your A-levels and then you have to go to university and then you have to get a nine-to-five job and you have to work for the rest of your life when I just think fuck that I wish somebody had told me that you could have just you know, I went to a grammar school and it was very frowned upon to finish school and go and get an apprenticeship or do something like that. Like the only really given thing and acceptable, accepted, acceptable, is that a word? Yeah, the only acceptable, acceptable thing to do after finishing school was to go to university and get a degree. When in reality, a lot of jobs don't need degrees nowadays, nowadays and yeah, that's just I wish somebody had been there to tell me and not even just tell me but show me and demonstrate to me that you can be successful and you can do well in life and live without a degree I by no means regret my degree I absolutely love that I have it. I loved my time at university doing it had such a good experience but yeah it would be nice because I know there's a lot of people that don't like the idea of university and it's sort of just pushed upon them because that's the only thing that's ever been like taught to them so maybe if there's somebody there to tell them like you can actually be successful and happy without getting a degree then that would probably save a lot of people a lot of money and a lot of debt. I think this is going to be point nine now. I could just be guessing that if you've been counting them and I'm wrong then I'm sorry but it would just be to check your privilege. I think this is something I haven't done a lot or at all until the past year. Everybody has privileges in life. I have white privilege because I'm white just maybe stop and check your privilege every so often there are a lot of people that are a lot more disadvantaged than you and sometimes you can be in a situation that sets you miles ahead of anybody else without even realizing it now this isn't a pity party or anything but being born female already gives you a disadvantage to males males have male privilege and I will fight anybody who says it's not true because it is a thing and it's out there, research it. I'm not saying you have to believe it. Okay, maybe I won't fight you, everybody's allowed their own opinion, but whatever. There's male privilege, so there's, you know, you're born a female and then even me compared to a black female, she's going to be even then more disadvantaged than I am because of her skin colour. It sounds so stupid saying it, but it's so true. And by stupid, I mean... It sounds like it shouldn't exist and it's just so shit that it does. Even if you if you grew up in a house and your parents were together, you're also like privileged over somebody whose parents are maybe divorced because that's a, well, some people would say that's a less stable environment to grow up in. Depends on your view on it. 
if your family have a lot of money and disposable income and you get to go on holidays every year um, and if they're buying cars for you. This is never something I had and I had an absolute, you know, I my mum and dad gave me the world and gave me everything they could when they were younger or when I was younger, sorry, but I never got to go on holidays. I didn't get a car bought for me. I mean, there's four of us, like there's four kids. So to be able to afford that from divorced parents, you know what I mean? It's just, I never expected that. And I think a lot of people have these things and take them so for granted. Not even that they take them for granted, but they expect these things. And I just think to expect these things from your parents or anybody in life, nobody owes you a damn thing. So be thankful for what you have. I'm not going to get to the end of that because I get quite passionate about that, but check your privilege and just take a step back every so often and appreciate what you have. Appreciate your job, your house, your car, the roof over your head, your family, your friends, the bed you sleep in, the food you can afford to eat, the holidays you can go on because there's a lot of people out there that would give anything to have what you have. So even if you think you've got nothing, you've got something that somebody out there would want. And my last one would just be to communicate better and communicate more. Say yes when you mean yes, say no when you mean no and make it clear and make it clear to somebody what you want. Don't leave it up to them to guess. If you want something, don't beat around the bush, don't drop hints, tell them that you want that exact specific thing because you might drop hints all you want that you want a certain pair of trainers for your birthday to your boyfriend and he might end up getting you the wrong pair of trainers or might not get you any trainers at all. And then you're going to be really pissed at him because you're going to wonder why he didn't listen to you. But did you actually specifically ask him, can you buy me these for my birthday? That's just a really shit example, but communicate what you want. Don't leave anything up to the imagination because a lot of the times what you want and or if you're not being direct with it, it can be misinterpreted. misinterpreted. And then if you are... If that goes wrong, you just need to actually think, wait, did I actually ask for that? Or did I just think I asked for it, whereas I didn't actually do it? And, you know, say yes when you mean yes and say no when you mean no. That's something that I've been trying to do a lot more recently is I find I've got a really bad habit. If somebody asks me if I want something, regardless of if I want it or, or not, I will say no. And I think I'm being polite, but a lot of the time that's actually probably more rude than polite you know if you are younger and you go to your friend's house and you're there and then you're about to leave and go home and they're like oh do you want to stay for dinner it might be your favorite dinner say they've got lasagna and you absolutely love a lasagna and you're going to say no it's okay thank you mum's got dinner for me at home if you want the damn lasagna say yes please at the end of the day that person is offering that because they want to offer it and if they're offering that to make themselves look better and they don't actually want to offer it if you take them up on it they'll soon learn not to offer things that they don't actually want to give that's a, a massive one I, I take everybody up on everything nowadays if I want it if I don't want it I'll say no thank you but if it's something I want and they've asked me then i by all means, I will say yes, please. And at the end of the day, they're going to be the ones kicking themselves when I say yes and they didn't actually mean it. So just another quick point on the end. So maybe is this 11 things now? I don't know. I'm still going to call it 10 because I haven't actually been counting them properly. But it would be exercise to feel good, not just to look good. I wish I told myself this when I was younger. I don't, I feel like when you're younger, you exercise because you want to do it because it's fun. You go out and you kick a football around with your friends because it's fun. You go out and you play rounders with your friends because it's fun. When does, when do we stop doing exercise because it's fun and start doing it because we want to change the way we look? 
like when when does that actually happen I can't remember I can't remember that transition and I know when I started getting into training and exercising the reason I did it was because I, I wanted to change how I looked and I wanted to look differently but if you start training because you want to feel stronger or because you like the social aspect of it or you want to hit pbs or it clears your head or whatever the reason is try not to just have a aesthetic goals try to have goals that are actually going to push you and keep you motivated and if you're just striving for something because you want to change the way you look when you don't look the way you want to look you're going to get demotivated whereas if you've got a pb you're aiming for in the gym you're going to keep going to the gym because you're going to want to keep working and keep pushing yourself towards that goal but if you are just going to the gym because you want to change the way you look you might not go one day because you think oh fuck it i don't look that way yet it's clearly not worth it it's not paying off um Another good example actually for this is there's a girl on YouTube and I'm not sure what her name is. I think it's MK Fit. I don't know if that's just an M or an EM K Fit. And she does these absolutely wonderful workouts. So <laughs> it's actually, I think I would have laughed at this a few years ago, but during lockdown or well, just in the past couple of weeks, actually, I found her and she does she calls it hit workouts which I don't really know if I'd call that high intensity interval training but I would just call it a fun way to get your body moving and work out and get a sweat on she does like dance routines but it's like it's but it's exercise and so it'll be kind of dancing but with like squats and I don't even know what it, like just lots of different types of movements and I certainly cannot dance I feel like I used to think I used to think that I could dance but I can't actually dance and I'm really shit at it. But I just absolutely love it. It's so fun. It's things like grease music or hairspray or Mamma Mia, my absolute favourite. I had an absolute ball doing that one. One day my boyfriend walked into the room and was like, what in the name of God are you doing? And I was just there having a great time looking like an absolute fucking fool. But do you know what? I loved it and it was fun. And that was a way that I was moving my body because I actually was having I, I, having so much fun doing it and I actually cannot remember the time I just felt that carefree and loved moving my body in that way but yeah I absolutely loved that so definitely I would love to tell my younger self keep work like keep exercising because you feel good and not just because you want to change how you look I think that was 10 but to be completely I'm not really good at this am I like I feel like I do plan it and I had notes on my phone written down and I have been going through and trying to read them off but then I accidentally like hit the inner space and then all the numbers fucked up and then I lost kind of where I was so anyway yeah these are just things that I wish I would be able to tell my younger self to make my life a little bit easier and to make myself a little bit happier but I hope you enjoyed it um, I hope you've been able to learn something or have just have enjoyed listening to me yet again. I'm really hoping that one of the next episodes is going to have a guest on. It is just hard to try to, with everybody's schedules and everything at the minute, everybody's so all over the place with their own different things and their own jobs and their own things to do. So I am sorry that I haven't got any more guests on because I, I really love doing that episode with Lee. But fingers crossed we'll have something exciting and to give to you next time if you do listen to this and you have any suggestions or any things that you would like me to talk about or do like listening please let me know because 
that would just be really nice to know that people are listening um, or maybe I'm just chatting to myself but any, anyway have a nice day it's Friday where I am so I'm gonna go and enjoy the rest of my Friday uh, have a good weekend have a good day and yeah I will speak to you again in the next episode bye